0: Advantage opening up today's show. That's brother, and oh brother, we have a beauty tonight. The Battle of Alberta for the first time in 31 years will take place. Game one, second round playoff series between the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames from the Saddledome. Bob Stoffer with you live in the building as we speak. A special three-hour edition on game days and rounds to and beyond here on 630. have the play-by-play voice of both the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. This is Oilers now for Digitex. Buy at least your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show. Lots to get to. Yesterday, uh, we had both general managers, Brad Traylevin of the Calgary Flames, Ken Holland of the Edmonton Oilers. We'll grab a couple of the better clips uh, from those interviews uh, from yesterday's show. They will start us off and launch us in the orders now. Audio Vault, we'll also hear from Jay Woodcroft, Zach Cassian a little bit later on, possibly Connor McDavid as well. Brian Lutton from the NHL Network. He will join us today at 1235. Brian's appearance is brought to you by Kadium Custom Built Homes. At 1 o'clock, we'll open up the phone lines on 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. River Cree, 100% restriction-free with daily food specials, spectacular live music each weekend. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And we'll get to text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780 496 63. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. So, again, calls and texts at 105 135 NHL Insider John Shannon for legacy heating and cooling from the Culta Hockey and the Edmonton Journal's David Staples at 205. And to reminisce on the Battle of Alberta, who better than the man who was. Heavily involved in Boys in the Bus, the longest-serving employee of the Edmonton Oilers organization over the years, uh, vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Hall of Fame defenseman Kevin Lowe. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Neither of the two head coaches, Daryl Sutter for Calgary or Jay Woodcroft, necessarily 100% tipping their hat uh, with lineups. Would not surprise me if both teams end up going 11 and 7. The Flames did not have Chris Tanev in their lineup in game seven against Dallas, the game that, that was ultimately won in overtime by Johnny Goodrow. Um, Tanev was on the ice for the morning skate today here in Calgary. Could see them uh, keep Michael Stone in the lineup, pull up Brett Ritchie, and go 11 and 7. And the Oilers, uh, Jay Woodcroft, did say that anybody that hasn't skated will be available for the Edmonton Oilers. Yesterday, Ken Holland, the Oilers' GM, said that uh, full expectation that Leon Draisaitl, along with Evander Kane and Connor McDavid, would be good to go after not skating the two previous days. All right, let's get into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. And we will start, actually, with Brad Treloving because I thought he had some really poignant thoughts on what the Battle of Alberta means to this province.
1: We're all supportive of our teams and all the rest of it, but I think it's just awesome for the province. You know, listen, it's a great rivalry, um, but every—like, I—, I Until you're in it, until I moved to Calgary, I I remember watching this rivalry from as a young guy growing up. And I mean, to me, it was always must-watch TV. Uh, As a kid from Vancouver, it was the biggest rivalry out there. More than anything, you're just happy for the province. The province deserves it. Nobody likes nobody. Nobody's as passionate about the game as the people in this province, and they'll get behind their respective teams. But everything, and I know everybody around the country and everybody in the world's gone through a lot of crap. A lot couple of years but I think you know we've, we've we've had to deal with our fair share of it in this province and so to be able to have a series like this to bring the juice that I know it's going to bring we're excited for it we know it's a huge huge challenge from a hockey standpoint we're playing against an awesome team and and it's an awesome challenge for us but big picture I think it's just I think it's awesome for our province I think everybody in the province wanted it and let's not get ourselves we, we you and I follow the game here. Everybody in the NHL is looking. They'll be watching this from from all the other markets. Um, so it's. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be great, and uh, and I think everybody's going to have a hell of a time watching it.
0: All right, let's get after it. That is Brad Trelivine, the general manager of the Calgary Flames. Meanwhile, Ken Holland was on yesterday's edition of Oilers now, and he says uh, that in his opinion the team benefited from the adversity that they faced going through a 2-11-2 stretch but still finishing 49-27-6. Well, and
2: I've been around the league a long time. I'm a big believer whether it's in player development for young players, the adversity of – you know, you got to go to the American League, or you don't. You you, you got to dig in. And I think that, then I think that our team—that's what the two eleven and two—and in, in, in late December and January really was about was digging in. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that the game against Calgary was well, Koski was first star, and I you think know, he stopped what forty-six out of forty-nine shots, and we won that game. And we—it was a massive win. We started to put something, uh, something together. So I think that there was. You know, you, you don't know when you're going through it, but I think. That we, uh, you know, we grew a lot, and uh, I think you know again, game six in LA, um, you know, those are those are times when your team when your team grows, and I think most teams that go on long playoff runs, and you know, not only for this year, but to, to, to build grow your team, those 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 challenging moments when you're able to overcome are, are really important in the development of a, of a of a player, and and important in the development of a team. So so we we faced lots of adversity throughout this year. And uh, I think we've, we've we've learned
0: a lot. So hopefully, it, uh, it it helps us big time here going forward. And uh, look, let's make no mistake: the Calgary Flames have the biggest, toughest team in the National Hockey League. Uh, you know, they like got Milan Lucic, who's a top five fighter in the league. When they want to, they can dress Brett Ritchie. who can take care of business himself. Kachuk is a physical, nasty player. Backlund uh, plays the game with some edge. Um, Dubay is not a uh, uh, you know a player that sits there and shies away from anything that occurs on the ice. And then on defense, they got Gabranson. Uh, definitely a hard-nosed, tough defender. Zadorov blows guys up. Rasmus Anderson skates around the ice with a chip on his shoulder. This is a tough team. I'm not sure the Oilers can engage in that. They're not built quite the same way. And Edmonton absolutely sliced and diced the flames in the regular season on the power play. Uh, That was, you know, they won two of the four games. Even the 9-5 game, the Oilers killed them on the PP. Here is what uh, Ken Holland said uh, dealing with the fact that there will be a supervisor of officials for this series and uh, that supervisor is Don Van Massenhoven. Uh, and does there start to be, right from the get-go, uh, a little bit of politicking behind closed doors uh, in terms of uh, dealing with the potential of a feisty series?
2: Well, I think, I mean, there's always a supervisor, Bob, and they, they meet with both teams, you know, tomorrow they'll meet with both teams before, and then they meet with uh, every morning of, of, of every each game, they meet with both coaches, and sometimes the managers, uh, you know, sometimes we sit in. But, you know, once the game starts and the puck drops, the refs have got to do what they got to do, and the, both teams are going to do what they've got to do, and you know. So, I mean, you, you never know. I mean, I've been at it a long time. You never, you never know. I mean, you, I think you got to be ready for everything. It's going to be passionate. It's going to be intense. Uh, I think it has the potential to be, you know, physical. But you want to be composed. You want to, you want to, you want to make sure you you, you don't go sit in the penalty box and give give somebody four or five uh, opportunities. And uh, I think it's going to be fabulous. I think it's going to be great hockey. Uh, you know, they're, they finished what eight nine. Ten points ahead of us, you know. Uh, There's high octane offense on our team. There's high octane offense on their team. So, uh, um, but you never know. You, you watch the Dallas Calgary series, and it was a real tight, real tight series. Certainly, the Dallas goalie was a was it was a big, big part of that story. But you never know. Series to series to series, what's going to go on? That's uh, that's why people tune in, and we're excited to get going, and we like our chances. We feel good about our team, and
0: uh, um, I'm sure they feel the same. So it's got to make of a, of a memorable series. All right, that's Ken Holland, the Oilers' general manager. Uh, Oilers' head coach, Jay Woodcroft just finished up his morning availability today. Yesterday, part of the discussion uh, was around uh, staying disciplined.
3: For us, we put a lot of emphasis. We're one of the lower lower penalized teams in the league throughout the season, um, and we put a lot of emphasis on just playing the game whistle-to-whistle. That's where our intensity, that's where our emotion will show up. You know, I know in in having watched the film of the, the series between Dallas and Calgary, there was a lot of, you know, post-whistle scrums and whatnot, and that might be their tactic, and they can focus on whatever they want. Um, but for us, we want to play whistle-to-whistle. Uh, and for us, discipline doesn't just come down to... Um, you know, those types of things. It comes down to your adherence to your structure and being disciplined with how we want to play the game. And um, if we put our focus and our energy there, we uh, we think we'll be in a good spot.
0: That is Jay Woodcroft, who guided Edmonton to a 26-9-3 record to close out the regular season after taking over from Dave Tippett on February the 10th. Now, one player that has been involved in a lot of the stuff with the Flames over the last several years is Zach Cassian. Cassian's played 37 games all-time against Calgary. He has 126 penalty minutes in those 37 games. Conversely, one of the guys that he's often been engaged with has been Matthew Kachuk, who in 28 games against Edmonton has 69 uh, penalty minutes. At one time or another... uh, Kachuk got into it with, uh, Brand- he slew-footed Brandon Davidson's first game in the NHL. Uh, also, obviously, had multiple uh, incidents with Kachuk, and, or with uh, Zach Cassian. Uh, alt, in and, and, and fairness, settled uh, the score, took it like a man. Uh, when they fought uh, in January of 2020, uh, also fought Ethan Bear the night we had Mike Smith rolling up Cam Talbot. There's been a lot. Matthew Kachuk's been last year he fought James Neal when the Oilers played the Calgary Flames. Like it's he's been he's been involved in it and Zach Cassian has been involved in it as well. Cassian got a lot of hits going in the opening round of the series against uh Los Angeles Kings. And Cassian concurs with Woodcross sentiment that the Oilers have to stay disciplined. Obviously you can't be retaliating marching to the penalty
2: box. You gotta get power play. I think you gotta be hard between um, if you look at last series, every if you look at every series, every, the good players are targeted. Um, I wouldn't say it dirty by any means. Um, sometimes it gets out of hand, but uh, they're targeted. They're the best players in the world. they It's one of those things where you got to fight through it. Connor's a big, strong, tough guy. Um, But ultimately, it comes down to a team effort and a willing and a a competitive edge. And uh, you respond with another physical um, shift. But I think we can't be marching to the penalty box. I think, like I mentioned earlier, discipline's going to be big in this series.
0: All right, there you go. That is Zach Cassian of the Edmonton Oilers. It 12:19 12-19 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you, uh, along with our uh, longtime engineer here in Calgary, who's doing double duty uh, today. A very special thanks to John Bruins. And when we come back in Oilers now, uh, I'm going to get sit the lineup for the two teams, the expected lineup, and uh, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. On a game day, a game day,
1: Game night
0: here on the road. The Oilers at the Saddledome. Game one of the Battle of Alberta. It's going to be a beauty. You're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Safra on 630 Chet. 1223 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer
0: with the Oilers in Calgary. The Oilers and the Flames tonight, live in the Saddledome, which is where I'm at right now. You're making sure the ice is going to be good. I'm going to tell you, it is frigid up here. All right, Uh, Brendan Escott. There's a reason why you came back with "Road
3: Apples." Oh yeah, 1991 uh, is when the album dropped. Here's "Twist My Arm" to get us into the spirit of things tonight. Awesome, good stuff. There we go.
0: This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Just throwing a few apples your way there, Brendan. Can twist my arm. Uh, go Oil is Texas. He says Bob, discipline is obviously huge but the only way we win the series is it's going to come down to our defensemen. Got to be hard and sticks in front and get the damn puck off the wall. We look, we look good in game 7 but if we play the way we did against LA in the other games, this could be a short series. Need Dudes to do more as well. He was close to useless in the first round. That one comes to us from Go Oil. Again, you can text us 780 6-3. What are the keys for the Edmonton Oilers? You tell me. Now, here's we're going to operate in a following context because uh, nothing's confirmed. Edmonton Oilers went 49-27 and 6 in the regular season. 4-3 uh, and three, obviously winning the series in 7 against LA. Plus 10 goal differential. Uh, the Oilers 4th in offense so far in the playoffs. 3.86 goals per game. 4th in defense at 2.43%. Uh, 2.43 goals against per game. S- Second on the power play at 36.8% and fourth on PK at 87.5. The way Jay Woodcraft has structured things is basically he's got Zach Hyman and Evander Kane playing together on a line and it's a twosome, and then they slide the centers through the middle. McDavid with dry Settle and Yamamoto. Connor McDavid's been lights out against Calgary. 26 goals, 34 career games. What was it the great Oiler players will tell you? It's how you performed against the Flames that defined you. Leon settle has got 49 points in 38 games. He's been hobbled with an LBI. Uh, both McDavid and Settle have 36 points in 28 career playoff games. Connor Yamamoto on the right side. Then uh, Kane with 13 goals and 22 points in 20 games against Calgary. Seven goals in the opening round playoff series. Zach Hyman. They'll be together, and the Oilers will rotate the the centers through there. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 40 points, 48 career games against Calgary with Josh Archibald and Derek Ryan, who spent three seasons with the Flames. Ryan McLeod with Yessa Pugliarvi, who's got 8 goals, 14 points, and 21 games against Calgary. He's played his best hockey against the Flames. Zach Cassian, again, those numbers. 6 goals, 13 points, 37 games, played 126 pims against Calgary. Nurse with CeCe. CeCe has been a terrific ad for Edmonton. He's playing 21.05 per game. Nurse is over 21 minutes as well. Duncan Keith, 142 career playoff games with Evan Bouchard. Brett Kulak, who's been excellent at stopping cycles totally, 100 percent all in when he does so uh, with Tyson Berry. We expect Chris Russell as well. I think the others again will go 11 and 7. Mike Smith starts in goal for Edmonton. He's uh, in the playoffs so far 4 and 3 with a 2.28 goals against average. 9.38 save percentage. Jacob Markstrom in the playoffs 9.43 save percentage of minuscule 1.53 goals against average. Lindholm, Gooder and Kachuk, we've told you the story before. They all snipe 40 goals this year. That line shot the lights out at even strength. 13%. Every player was above 13%, and they played at least 88% of their 5v5 time together this year. Backland with Mangiapane, represented by Edmonton's rich winner. He's a restricted free agent this year. By the way, Kachuck's an RFA, Goodrow's a UFA. Uh, Backland, great career numbers against Edmonton, 41 41- points in 55 games. Uh, the Flames added Blake Coleman, two-time Stanley Cup champ from Tampa Bay. Tyler Toffoli, two-time Stanley Cup champ with the Kings. Uh, Trevor Lewis, two-time Stanley Cup champ with the uh, LA Kings as well. Of course, they already have Milan Lucic. Hannafin and Anderson, Shillington and Tanev, Zadorov, and Cabranson are the D on a big, heavy, tough Calgary team that had a plus-85 goal differential in the regular season. All right, to NHL today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott.
3: All right, Josh Manson's first career playoff goal was the difference in overtime as Colorado edged Jordan Binnington, a resurgent Jordan Bennington, in the Blues 3-2. Tampa took a 1-0 series lead with a 4-1 road win over the state rival Panthers. Florida opened the scoring but surrendered to power play mark to Corey Perry and then the game swung from there. Tonight the Hurricanes hosting the Rangers and the other Eastern Conference series before uh, game one of the Battle of Alberta goes live from Calgary 7.30 tonight on 6.30 Ched. Ben Sherratt fined $5,000 for headbutting Ross Colton and their loss last night. Kyle Connor, Jacob Slavin and uh, Wild Captain Edmontonian Jared Spurgeon are this year's Lady Bing finalists for having exhibited the uh, best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly confidence. Conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. And the Oil Kings and Winnipeg Ice open up the uh, WHL's Eastern Conference Final Friday night in Winnipeg. Kurt Hill adding Vern Fiddler's son, Blake Fiddler, with the first overall pick in the US priority draft this morning. He's a six foot two right shot D-man, Bob. Wow. Uh, he's going to be a player, no
0: question. They were elated. Uh, he was their pick all day. Here's what we're going to do. It's going to seem like we're here all day, but we are for the next two and a half hours. Then we're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to come back and get back after it at 5.30. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back for Acadium Custom Built Homes, former NHL GM, now with the NHL Network, Brian Lott, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon,